yesterday some footage started circling around YouTube and eventually got to us referencing possible surveillance footage of the night of November 13, 2022, the night of the incident, which took the lives of Maddie Mogan, Zana Kernodal, Ethan Chapin, and Kaylee Gonzalez. And we did our reaction to it. We saw the video probably maybe an hour or two prior to us going live last night. And, you know, what we typically do is we'll get, you know, we'll have our reaction to it and then we'll break it down and further deep dive that piece of information that we get. And that's what we did with this footage. We've enhanced the, uh, the video and also the audio to it and want to break down this video in a whole, so to speak. Uh, but before we do that, I do want to remind you guys of our uh, partnership with Data Seal. If you're concerned about your privacy, whether it's your name, phone number, address, your voting preference, I know that's important to a lot of people, your religious preference, uh, being out there on the interwebs, check out Data Seal. They'll have a they have a fantastic program that goes out there and wipes all that information off of the interweb so that nobody can stalk you or you know create your you know, or steal your information. You get a five percent discount when you check out the link in the description and in the comment section below. So that out of the way, let's get into it. So first and foremost, let's talk about the origin of this video. Where did this video come from? Where did it surface? Is it real? Was it fake? Uh, I end up getting a message from somebody on our Facebook Messenger uh, stating, "Hi, Drunk Turkeys. My my friend was the original poster of the Linda Lane video. You are going over now. Uh, this video or this message came to us at 8:46 p.m. last night." And so this was while we were still reacting, doing our reaction video of of the footage. Uh, it continues. It says we run a sub called Brian Koberger Moscow, as well as a discord. And someone sent her the video, but they wanted to remain anonymous and gave it to her to post. Here's a link to the sub. And she sent me this link here. Now, this is from um, by long jumping underscore C. I believe this is the person that actually. Uh, emailed me. Um, I said, thank you for this. <clears throat> I clicked on the two YouTube links. Nothing opens up. Uh, these two links, nothing was opening up, but this was created 19 hours ago. Uh, this Avertus Aquatic, or whatever it says, I'm sorry, butchered that up, uh, was only 16 hours ago. So apparently what she's telling me is that somebody uploaded this video from them before they privated this video. It says, uh, she also has a video of two hours preceding this. She's set to private to vet the new video, uh, but then it was uploaded by other people on YouTube. But I can ask her to email it. I said, yes, please give her my email address. Uh, she says, OK, thank you. I'll pass it on. We're big fans of the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. And so that was the interaction yesterday with the uh, potential. Uh, this is with the uh, creator of the subreddit. Brian Koberger Moscow, who's claiming that um, they were the first to upload the video, which it kind of looks like that could be accurate. 19 hours here, 16 hours from Avertus. Yeah, so, or, or perhaps maybe they're the same person. I, I don't know, but uh, at least from that aspect, it does seem to be accurate. Now, a lot of folks, and real quick while I have this up here, a lot of folks have been indicating that, you know, was this the night of the incident? There seems or appears to be snow in the background. Well, fortunately, and, and I want to say thank you, Thomas, uh, sent me this information after, you know, I, I wanted to find some um, news 
articles from the day of, right? So this is published November 13, 2022 at 9.11 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. So let's play this real quick. I've been here in Moscow on scene since about 3 p.m. Since I've been here, I've watched Moscow police cars come in and out of this neighborhood where officials found four people dead. Neighbors say they began noticing police cars flood the area around 12 p.m. today. Moscow police say they responded to a call here on King Road for an unconscious individual. Upon further investigation, officials found four people dead. While police investigated the scene, the University of... So right here, as you can see in the back uh, area, there is snow um, along the uh, the rocks and also on the, uh, you know, you have a sofa back there and a chair. You can see snow piled up on her. Again, this was reported the ninth of the incident. So the video and the footage that's been on here is assumed to have been taken, you know, after obviously the crime was committed, but prior to 9-11 p.m. So this should be the day of. And as you can see, there is snow on the ground. Um, but let's break down uh, this video here. In fact, let me put myself down here. All right. So you have the snow, possibly. There's also all this down here. That could be salt in preparation for snow. Um, here you have and what we had noticed yesterday and we talked about were these beams. Uh, that were going up and down, and what looks like an I-beam here that they connect to. So where are we? We're right here. This is 1330 Linda Lane. Um, right in front of it is a parking lot that goes to or for these apartments that are just next to the victim's residence, which is to the left. So if, if you're looking at the middle of the screen, these two long buildings there are those brown brick apartment complex. To the left of that building is the victim's residence. To the right of that building is 1330 Linda Lane, which is looking straight into that parking lot across the way. So that's where we're at. Um, like I mentioned before, you know, some things to kind of look at to determine whether or not, you know, if we're in the right spot or if this is the right place. Off to the left, you see these two um, long pole looking things. I suspect those are trees from that topward visual. You can see trees to the left of this of this building on Linda Lane. In front, you have this fence that's pretty uh, unique in particular. And you also have these beams. So this is from, let me go back a little bit. This is from the interview room, and I have this video. We'll play this video throughout this as well to kind of get an idea of where exactly, um, w you know, we are in this video and in the surveillance. But as you can see, there's this fence that has that um, diagonal um, piece of wood that goes across and then these uh, horizontal uh, fence lines as well. So it seems to me very accurate. This seems to be the area. You have the beams that are going, the I-beams on the top. You have the, the circular beams going down into the ground. Another view of it. And so to me, this does look like the right spot, the right place. Uh, around the right time, you have, like I said, the, the snow that is there. There was snow during that time 
uh, at that night. And also, um, you know, a lot of people are going to point at, for instance, like the Banfield and say that the in the Banfield where um, those three uh, you know, students were stopped for having you know possession of alcohol, that there wasn't much snow on the ground or at all. Well, that area is an open field. And so in that area during the day, the sun would beat down that area up here. Um, from my, my understanding, because of the tree coverage and things of that nature, I think I think the snow may have stuck to the ground a little bit easier. Also, this area is slightly more elevated uh, than the area down there at the Banfield. And so uh, perhaps maybe because of that, you know, the the shade coverage and the elevation could be why there's uh, more snow on the ground compared to what you see in the Banfield with those three juveniles that are stopped by officers. Now, the audio is enhanced and um, it is loud, so if you're wearing earbuds, uh, be careful. So according to the probable cause affidavit, at 404, uh, the vehicle, the suspect vehicle enters the area and is, does a series of turns and stops before it eventually is suspected to have stopped and, and the occupant of that vehicle enters the residence. So this at 405, or uh, where we're starting it off, you can kind of see where the vehicle comes in and does one of these three-point turns. So this is a, a pretty clear picture of the vehicle from a profile. Now, from here, based on the side angle and the distance, it's very difficult to determine whether or not uh, this vehicle is an Elantra. It does appear, you know, that window structure or frame does appear to be Elantra-like. Um, but whether it's a 2013, 2014, 2011, I don't think you'd be able to tell. Uh, from this angle, you know, obviously they they have multiple angles of this vehicle or multiple cameras from this of this vehicle. And this is just one. But from this one, it would be very difficult to determine. Now, what I found interesting is that this vehicle pulls in and it stops there for a second. I think it stops for a total of like 14 seconds and just sits there. You know, in my opinion, you know, what I'm thinking is going on is I think. So according to the probable cause affidavit. Prior to this, he'd been circling around. This is what is assumed to be the last time that he had circled around prior to parking and then going committing this crime. So he had been circling around for the last, what, 30, 35 minutes or so. And what I'm thinking or assuming is, is that there was something that was preventing him from going in, whether it was a window, uh, a light in the window on um, where, you know, Zana was waiting for her DoorDash or or a light on outside because of the DoorDash. You know, one thing that I had um, stated or assumed or, or, or theorized was that, you know, if Zana did order this DoorDash, which I, I strongly assume she did, um, she may have left a front porch light on or something because of the location of her house. You know, it's it says King Road, but it's kind of located on Queen Road. 
Uh, maybe perhaps it was something that was customary of them when they did order DoorDash to, you know, skip the confusion and or knowing that there could be some confusion by leaving something on, whether it was a light on the front porch or inside the house. And my assumption is maybe perhaps those lights being on could have been why Koberger um, was circling the area and didn't immediately go there. And what I'm assuming here is that perhaps maybe uh, those lights are off at this point and he's um, he's stopping and he's thinking, all right, it's time. But, you know, check it out. He pauses for a while. We'll back it up a little bit. So 442 or five, five minutes and 42, he's, he'll stop there. Now he puts it in reverse six seconds later and is out of there at 405.57. Now, a minute later, he comes back around. In my opinion, I think this is him that's coming back around. So let me, where are we, 127? Let's start this over real quick. So here's where I think he, what he does is he comes back around. He does a uh, three-point turn over here at the end of, of, of King Road. I think he comes back around here and, and follows this green line, comes around, comes up and around, and parks back here. All right? So let's put it back. Seven four oh seven. So this is about a you hear a honk, a honk too, but this is a little bit over a minute after this vehicle had left. You hear it struggling? To me, I, I feel like I can hear it struggling going up. Maybe perhaps he had to come around here because that was a pretty steep embankment right there next to the uh, the victim's house if he had gone up that direction. Maybe perhaps he needed to go around and, you know, in order to park there, had to go around and, and face downward um, instead of trying to go upwards. Plus, if, you know, he's going to be leaving at a high rate of speed or, or trying to get out of there quickly, you want to be facing the right direction, you know, to get out. You don't want to be facing up up the hill, then have to come around, you know, or make another U-turn or, or come around this entire apartment complex to get out of there. So this is from the interview room, and this is the uh, area during the day um, of what this vehicle is suspected to have driven. There was just there past the uh, victim's residence. So this is what the path would have been for that vehicle.
there's the fence. Now, one thing here is if I were to keep going to the right, it will take me around to a parking lot that is behind 1122. Okay. So if I go to the right, it takes me behind the house, the target house. So I wanted to add that back in there because I felt that that was important uh, to determine the path taken by the suspect vehicle to eventually park or suspected where they parked or how they got to where they parked. And at that 407 mark, it appears that that vehicle goes around and continues to go around. And like I said, that 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 uh, street there between I think it's called Queen uh, between the, the the victim's residence and these apartment complex is very steep. It's very steep and you can hear the vehicle when it was going up, go and it to me it was kind of you know pressing on the gas a little bit to try to get up without sliding without having to you know, slip, so to speak. Um, but you can kind of hear the vehicle um, you know the way he's having to um, press on the accelerator to you know be able to get up these steep embankments. And so this is the back of the uh, the victim's residence here. And this is the parking lot that he was referencing that connect. So it's a big circle. It goes into a big circle. Now, I went back and I listened to a couple of things, and these are the things that I could hear. Some of this is could be disturbing. Um, you can hear what sounds like a scream here in a second. Now, I mean, maybe it's a dog bark. Could be, I, At first, initially, I thought it was a grunting a male grunt you guys let me know we'll, we'll play that again I, I played it three different times so it's not three consecutive grunts it's one but i played it three different times i don't know it could be a bark it's at 414. If that is a bark, it sounds more like a bark on, on these headphones than my other ones. Uh, and my other headphones, when I was listening to this, it sounded more like a grunt. But let's, let's try it one more time. And then you hear what sounds like maybe a door slamming or something right there. Again, that was three times that I played it back to back. It wasn't three slams. Let me know what you guys, uh, there was another one right there. I don't even think I picked that one up before. 
What is that? I know if you guys are hearing that and the timestamp is up there. So if you guys want to go back and, you know, look at the original footage and try to hear what exactly I'm hearing here. Um, let me know what you guys think you hear. Those sounds like those sound like doors or man, that, that one last one sounded weird. It's chilling because this was all during the time of the incident. This is when it's occurring. I just heard something else too again. I'll probably have to go back in there and re-listen to everything, um, you know, after that. I couldn't hear much, uh, so I, cu I cut it off into this point. And this point here is at 422 after the vehicle is, has left. You'll see somebody coming from the left side of the screen. You'll hear some noises from the right side. It sounds like somebody is unlocking their vehicle, you know, using their key fob. And you can see them walk and you can kind of see them traverse through the uh, fence line here until they get to the vehicle. So right there, the um, the vehicle was just unlocked. turn down your uh... yeah you're probably going to want to turn down your audio on that last part that's and so there it is there's what i've been able to find and what i've been able to put together so far when it comes to this piece of footage let me know in the comment section what you guys think about it do you guys think that it is um First and foremost, do you guys think it's real? You know, I, I think that it is, you know, of the area. Is it accurate time, date, and all that other stuff? I'm not sure. I didn't uh, I didn't take the footage myself or wasn't directly sent to me, so I, I, I couldn't tell you. But um, I think that it is of the area. It does seem to jive with the probable cause affidavit as far as the timing of things. And it does make uh, a little bit of sense as far as, you know, why... Koberger may have taken the path, allegedly Koberger may have taken the path that he did around this 
uh, apartment complex to park back here. Um, let me know in the comment section. Let me know what you guys think. Please hit that like and subscribe button. Ring that notification bell. That way you're notified of all of our content. We're going to be going live tomorrow night again. We'll see you guys there.